One man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi everyone, it's Brian Timoney here and uh, welcome on to today's podcast and I have Rob Goodman with me. Welcome Rob. Hello, thanks a lot. Good to be here. Um, so Rob, we are going to dive into the subject of the long run. Oh, this God. is something I know you're keen to talk about today. Well, yeah, uh, because um, I mean at some point it's possible that uh, actors um, and actresses, let's let's say actors to cover everything. Um, <laughs> oh, I know, you're getting in such hot water. I, I know, I'm getting... There's an actor or actress in it. Well, the, way, the only thing I would yeah. say about that is the, the Academy Awards still categorised by actor and actress. So I think, actually, when the reason to use it is to try, if you have to distinguish between male and female. Okay. Anyway, we'll probably get a million e- emails. Oh, yeah, we'll get a million. Look, yeah. actors and actresses. Yeah. Um, or actors. A, or actors. Whatever, choose the one that you prefer. Okay. Well, because I'm an actor, let's say actors. Um, So actors, it's possible that they're going to have to do the long run. If you get into a West End show, um, and the contracts for the West End are normally, uh, are they one year or six months or one year? Um, I think they're one year. Yeah, I think it depends on the show. There is a lot of one year. Um, Six months is common as well. So it's going to be a minimum of six months Mm -hmm. in the same play every night. Six nights a week with a couple of matinees in between as well. Eight, eight shows a week usually, isn't eight it? Eight shows a week. Yeah. That you're going to be doing the same show, eight shows a week in the same role for a year. And, <laughs> and, and now, yeah. how, how do you do that? Now, I I, I, I knew a girl um, who, who is now, haven't seen her for a couple of years because she's been in Strangers on a Train on Broadway for the last two years. Yeah. Uh, she was in Matilda here for two years. Uh, she's a long-run actress. She just does the long run. In, yeah. in, and on Broadway in the West End and she makes a great living from it and uh, she's a very, very good actress and singer and dancer but mainly an actress but she does this long run and I once said to her Annette, how, how do you do it? How? Tell me about the long run how do you keep it fresh every night because you need to keep it fresh every night I've been, I'm sure we've all been to see shows in the West End where, well, and I'm thinking, you guys... You, you, you're just on autopilot. Mm. You, you, you're not. You don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. You're on autopilot, and and, and it, it lacks you're energy. It in. You're, yeah, and, phoning and, it in the performance. That's it. Walking through it. You're walking through it. You don't, you're not even. You, you, you even look bored with it. Yeah. You even look bored, and you're boring me <laughs> because you look bored. And uh, you know, and I want my money back because yeah. I'm not getting a show. Yeah. Um, how do you not do that? Because it would be easy to slip into that. It would be yeah. easy to slip into just going on to autopilot. I, I think it is. And, it could be easy. Yeah. And I think it is, you know, a thing that actors need to concept. Because, I mean, especially some of these, especially because musicals often have to go into the long run. Um, and there, there can be the danger of, well, you know what, Rob? It's also a pressure of the environment that the actors are in because the, these shows are formulaic because they are they are catering towards a certain audience. You know, the West End, for example, has got a lot of tourists that are coming in practically every day. They're looking for shows, they're looking for entertainment. Yes, it's, the, the, it's the tourist industry. And the, the producers have to guarantee, you know, a good show. And 
and I, I know this goes on a lot because um, I've, I've, I've seen it you know, go on, um, which is that the, the acting becomes acting by numbers. It becomes very formulaic and it becomes like you must, even, even another actor who comes in to replace the other actor has been doing it for the last year has to do it exactly the same way as the previous and actor. And they've got to hit a certain mark on a certain line and they've got to say a certain line in a certain way and they've got to look in a certain direction on a certain line. It's It really is absolutely stringent like see, that because see, Annette I, told me this the, the actress that I know yeah no and I've, yeah. I've worked with actors that yeah. are in long run um, you know I've are, are yeah. gone into shows like that and um, and, and I feel for them because I, I don't think I don't believe it's acting anymore I think it's puppetry I think it's like mannequin work it's like well if you don't need me to th- all you need is a breathe you know in the end these people probably get replaced by robots because they or don't holograms need, for yeah, sure yeah they don't need to think they don't need to. They just need to convincingly mimic what they want, what the the director produces. Now want. I'm sure that uh, the, 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 there are um, many actors that fight against that, and they say, "No, I'm going to make this mine. I'm going oh, to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do this," but they won't earn any brownie points for doing that. No. Oh, they, they, just, uh, listen. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've I know this for a fact. I've seen it because I've worked with actors that have went into that sort of situation, and they get chastised they get taken hauled over the coals for stepping out even one gesture out of line oh they do uh, they oh, get told off big time yeah. and it's like and they're told that they're basically they're not doing the job properly unless they do it that way now I can understand both sides of this argument because I can understand from a production side that this is an ent- you know they're providing uh, an evening of entertainment and they have to guarantee that the show is a certain way and it looks a certain way and the audiences that are coming are not too demanding you know they're coming to see maybe a musical or whatever and they're, they're thinking I just need to see no they're a very forgiving and accepting audience yeah exactly and, 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 but, but, but they still want to uh, get their, their 50 or 60 quids worth because that's how much a ticket in the West End is now 50, 60 quid it's ridiculous yeah. well you know I mean these shows cost a lot of money to put on so I'm not I'm not saying that the theatres are charging too much money but uh, it is it is expensive for for, for, for you know an average the average family yeah. to come out to the West End uh, but, but 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 yeah so so uh, I've lost my train of thought so so, so yeah um, the, 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 these theatres that, that, that the, the directors the directors that that, that are very stringent and very exact about the direction yeah. of, how, of how things should be. And actually, a lot of it doesn't come from the directors, it comes from the producers of the shows. Yeah. But uh, because the directors change in these West End shows all the time. Yeah. I had a friend that was in uh, The Mousetrap, yeah. St. Martin. It's been yeah. going for 65 years, that show, in the same venue. That is a years. long run. I know, but I don't think there's any of the original no. cast still <laughs> in it. But um, but, 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 but there, there, there are people that have been in it for five years. Yeah. And, and, and things like that. And uh, this, this friend of mine told me, he said, well, the, the director uh, changed, changes every couple of years. Hmm. And they bring in their own, their own style into it. So right now, it's kind of quite big. The performances for the Mousetrap are quite big. And mm. some might even say over the top. Mm. Um, whereas other directors have said, no, we'd, let's just have it a lot more subtle and a lot more. Yeah. Right now, it's quite big. And so um, if you are in the long run and if you're lucky enough to have a director change, then you can. It, it, there is a bit of a, a, a difference there, but you've got to keep it fresh every night. And the way to keep it fresh every night, I think, just 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 getting down to the nitty gritty of it, I think the way to keep a, a long run performance fresh every night is observe and see. Even though it's very stringent, what observe and see the 
inner behaviour of the other person, the other actor. Look at them, make contact with them, be in the moment with them, observe them, and you'll notice subtle changes in them. And in yourself. Which will which will cause subtle changes in yourself. Well, I, I think that yeah. you yourself, I, think, I agree with that, Rob. I think mm. listening and responding to the other yeah. person and really being aware of it. But I, I think that even the individual themselves... They are changing every day. They are having shifts and changes and different thoughts and reactions. And the audience will be different every night yeah. as well. So that it should be a can it could be a more organic process. Mm. Um, I think that you're right. If you're in that situation, there is a there's still a way to live within it, as in the inner life of the character. If you're open to the idea that you can you know but you know what even as i'm saying this i know that in certain productions that will become very very difficult, It'd be difficult because it because, means you're thinking for yourself yeah and the directors mm. and, the, and uh, so fundamentally it's a problem with the that kind of work that kind of theater you know because it, it kind of goes back to you're right the producers and what's the expectation is and and therefore it becomes you know here's an interesting thing Rob to think about I went to see the Vintangoff Theatre Company here and they came to London and they did Uncle Vanya and they had been doing that for I, I believe the rehearsal period was something like a year yeah, yeah and they had been doing this play for like I mean I think they're still doing it for years and the same when, company yeah, yeah and when you watch it it lack it lacks nothing. If anything is growing, and if anything is getting, it's becoming more organic. It's becoming more alive, and um, it's a shame that we can't because there's a certain mythology and thought process behind doing that. But now, because they are they are allowing people to rehearse and work together for long periods, whereas in this environment in the West, there tends to be. You've got two weeks. I know someone had two weeks to take over a lead role. Now, you, if you're going to do that, there's, it's impossible practically to get a real living performance out of somebody in that kind of environment because they, they've just got to go in and act by numbers, probably, you know, under that sort there's of... There's just not enough rehearsal you know, there's not time. There's not enough rehearsal Stanislavski time. Stanislavski used to have two years rehearsal. Yeah, Two I years mean, for rehearsal. Two years for yeah, rehearsal. Yeah. And then a 10-year run. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he did. He did. But, but the funny thing is, the yeah. reason that they could do long runs and keep doing these plays over and over again with the same people was that there was a mythology in place that was about uh, growth. It was about getting people to really live with it and to discover it and keep discovering it. Um, if it's great writing, that will be achievable. But it's so it's basically different forms of theatre. And the, the thing is, if you're in a long run. Where it's acting by numbers, um, and the directors and producers need that because they have they've got, mm. you know, a thousand American tourists coming in who want to see the West End musical or play um, in a certain way. Then I can see why it ends up like that. I, I do. I understand. You know, because they're putting a lot of money in. Yeah. They're investing a lot of money. They've got to make sure that they. But on the other hand, I also think it's a shame because I think that. If there's a different mythology like the um, Van Tangoff and Stanislavski theatre companies and all that, is that the 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 audience would see something completely different and much more exciting and engaging um, than that. But anyway, that's a big discussion about where theatre is at today. Yeah, I mean it's 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 probably very similar the long run in a soap opera. 
as well. Mm. Although soap operas, of course, it's a different script. Doing a soap opera is, like, as we said, at least it changes, podcast, right? As we said <clears> in a previous <throat> podcast, a soap opera it's like doing a play a day yeah. uh, because they're <laughs> they're shooting a different episode every day. Uh, if it, if yeah. it's on every every day of the week. Um, like uh, for example Doctors is on every day of the week yeah. and uh, it's, they're doing a play a day on that production and it's just churning out churning out but at least it's a different script every day mm. and so you know you can it's a different storyline and different characters are coming in and out but it's still the long run you're still playing the same character yeah Every day for years, sometimes. I mean, I um, mean, that's it's tough. I think, I think you're going back to like if you end up in that situation, and even if you say you ended up in a play or a musical where you have to do the acting by numbers thing, right? I still think there's a way to live within that that you that could make it more interesting for you. Um, I don't think you're going to get much latitude to change it or like to play with it, you know. But I think that your the internal life of the character continue to evolve. You can see new things every time you perform. You could, you could, um, you know, there might be opportunities react slightly differently. Who knows? I don't know. It depends on the latitude. But um, but it's tough that long run, especially if you do get into the acting by numbers thing. That's what the directors and the producers want. It's like. I can understand how an actor might get to the point where they just switch off and they just it's automatic pilot. It's just the body and the mind. So how you do know. you how, how do you maintain your interest in the role and in your character? I, I say your character in inverted commas. How, how how do you how do you maintain interest in the role and energy for doing the job every night? Um, you uh, know the paycheck at the end of the week. The paycheck, but also and, also make it. I would suggest you could do this. Make all of that, everything we've said about it, make that part of the given circumstances. Mm. And so, uh, because you've got all the given circumstances to consider when, um, when when developing your understanding of the role and when playing the role, the given circumstances are important. But you still um, won't be able to change it. It's like No, because it's, it's, it's the given circumstances. The, the, so I think the, the best that you could hope for in that situation is that you are looking at being the best imitator you can be. You know the the imitation becomes some form of art form, and um, and I think that is possibly the the best that you could hope for in that situation. You've just got to engage with it, haven't you? You 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 just got to engage with what you're doing every night, and and if you can feel differently about it, then it will be different inside. It will be it mm. will be, even though you're doing the same thing because. But you but you yeah. can't express it any differently. If it's item by numbers, yeah, yeah, you, you can't. can't. I, I know right, what you're saying, you're right, Rob. You're I know right. and I understand completely what you're saying. <laughs> but I think that ultimately, we <laughs> I, just have I, to accept it. And just ironically, do it, there's it? a tragedy yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah. There is like there is. It's a bit like the the crying clown, isn't it? Where the you know inside the the clown is dying you know and or miserable and actually has to go on and perform a happy routine, and and I think that is potentially what happens in those circumstances that the actor is going in and they're happy to be acting right and they're happy to be earning a living from doing it, um but on the other hand they're being forced their creative their creative individuality isn't being allowed to work. They actually are going in there to imitate what something looks like and what the audience expect of them. And I think that's a shame, but it's also a reality of the industry, right? Because well, you've got to earn a living and you've got to be working as much as you can. Well, when Stanislavski's actors at the Moscow Arts Theatre back in the 20s were doing five-year runs yeah. of a Chekhov play, mm. I suspect it wasn't the same for them. It was different every night. 
And so how did they... Ah, because they had the freedom of doing it different every night. They, well, they, they didn't have to do it stringently exactly And they were the trained same. differently as yeah. well because they, they were trained to be organic and creative and inventive and they were given the latitude to play with it. So they, yeah, whereas and, you're not given that latitude yeah. in the West End. They took the, they took big risks. Or sometimes actually. you are. Sometimes look. Sometimes, sometimes you are going to be given that latitude be, in the West yeah. End. Not not no no. Not all West End producers are the same. I, I think I'll we tell love you West what, End Rob. producers. <laughs> 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 we do. We embrace them. We um, love, yeah. But I think that and and it's not the producer's fault either. No, to be honest not. with you, it's, it's like it's kind of like it's what the audience it's the, wants. It's what the audience expects. It's like you know they're coming. You're right. They're paying a lot of money for a ticket. They're providing a service, and the service that is wanted is that. Yeah, and as an actor, delivered. that's the job, mate. Right, that's the job, and I would be happy to do that job. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's backtracking now, in case there's any producers listening. No, no, Rob no, 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 totally. No, I... But hey, totally I, on board. I, I, <laughs> hey, listen, I said right at the beginning of this podcast yeah. that I'd never done the long run, and I would like to because, right. uh, yeah. you know, I, I, would, I would love to work in the West End, As wouldn't a, you? Um, yeah, no, it yeah. would be good. To, it would be yeah. nice to work in the West End. It would be a nice opportunity to do it. You but on what? the other hand, mm. is that I, I feel that if I had to end up doing that, mm. I don't know if it would be a, 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 a nice thing to do. Uh, for me now, mm. where I am now, and the knowledge that I have, that would be my living hell. If I ended up in a long run where I had to act by numbers, I, I couldn't do it. I'd need to leave because it would it would just kill me every night. I just think that I I don't think I could do it. And everybody's different, right? Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there that I say there that, that have no problem with it, and it's that's cool. well, it's just that that's it's, what they're the ones that should be doing it. Then you know. Well, it's just that it's about the only the. In fact, I think it is the only aspect of the business that I haven't worked in a long run yeah and so um, if I do that I've done it all I've so, done uh, I've done long run longish yeah. run about yeah. three I'd say three around three months is the longest which yeah. is quite long still and um, yeah. but you you do need to fight for and this is actually the very beginning of my career so um, when I say I the long run, I mean six months. Yeah, six months. A six-month six contract, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't I mean, mean five uh, years. No. no. Um, is that you do, you do end up really trying to fight for some form of creativity or some form of um, interest in what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, other things would come up anyway. You'd want to go off and do other things as well, you know. You, yeah. you, 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 you don't want to do it. For, and there's a guy that's been... I was reading in the, the... I think it was the Metro, London Metro paper, that there's been a guy in... Um, the Phantom of the Opera, uh, and he 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 he's been in it for eight years, I think now, and uh, he loves it. He, he thinks it's it's absolutely well, it's the best thing see, that happened. I, I think that because there's different kinds of actors and the and the good best, luck to him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think there's there's you know uh, Stanislavski you know categorised actors into four types, and the, I, I think it was Phantom. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that. The the kind of actor that works well in that kind of environment is the one that Stanislavski would call the imitator, and it doesn't. I know nowadays when we say imitator, it's sort of has an almost derogatory and you know um, idea behind it that you're just imitating. But actually, there is a you know there there's a sort of um, there's a craft behind great imitation. You know, being able to. Um, it's not my bag, right? Because like I'm more looking for the affective actor, the emotional, connected, organic actor. But the imitator is somebody that can really effectively imitate each and every time really well to a high degree. And I think that that is what you get a lot in the West End. 
because I think that's what they need. They need really good imitators. I don't think an effective actor could live in that environment for very long. They couldn't do a year um, unless they, it was set up to, to for the thing to grow over the year. Uh, they, they were allowed to grow with it and change it and move with it. But um, So well, I, I think that you're right. I think there are, there are actors who are great imitators and they they don't they don't mind doing that and they can basically switch off and just give you what it looks like. Yeah. So 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 in <clears throat> in short, then, to if you do get the long run as an actor, you do get into a, a show that's going to mm. run for a long time. Um, <clears throat> I think the way to deal with it is is to make it your own in a sense. Um, to to take take on the given circumstances that this is what I've got to do, mm. and find that aspect of yourself that can do that. Yeah, make it your own in that sense, and and react to what's going on every night because whoever you're acting opposite against will just have a different glint in their eye. Yeah, they'll have different something else, something different will be going on inside them. Yeah, and you can notice that you pick up on that if if you're in the moment, you'll pick up on that, and 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 you can that will that will change the way you engage with what you're mm. doing, and. While you can still hit that mark at that point and turn your head and make the gesture at that point, you're doing it from the standpoint of noticing that gear shift in feeling. Yeah, there's a change in the. That, there's still an inner life um, yeah. that you can engage with. That's it, and that's. I think that's how you would how, how you would do it. Every I think month. that's how you and me would do it. Mm. Because I think we fall into the effective mm. category of actors, yeah. and as in where we are more interested in that organic, uh, real, um, emotionally connected way of working. Um, but I don't think that is. Uh, I think that if you ended up in the, the situation we're describing, um, I think almost you would be forced into a situation where you would maybe be better off looking at how you can really artistically effectively imitate and what i mean and i hate that idea right let me just get that straight right <laughs> okay because it's not the way i would work but i think that if you're going to do it every single day eight, eight days eight shows a week for 12 months and you're not allowed to change it then you would need to take a different view on what you were trying to do well then just get play. into it just get into it just just get into it and just do it and and, and like you say go into almost an imitation mode just get into it do it and uh, and, and do that and, as well as and, you and, can and, and embrace it yeah just and embrace do it, it and do it as yeah. well as you can yeah just embrace um, it because th there is great art in that as well to you know I, I say great art I wouldn't call it art but um, there is <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't I really wouldn't it's, there's skill in it right and in the same way I mean for example if we went to Commedia Delati and to be fair to Commedia Delati there's a lot of improvisation around that as well but the, the the specific movements and the the stock characterization is very formulaic. It's very imitative. But I mean, if we went to the Italian um, era where Commedia dell'arte was 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 happening, we would we would acknowledge the great skill that the actor had and been able to do that. And even though it was stock characterizations, and even though the movements are are predetermined, you know, the, the kind of um, Commedia dell'arte movements. So um, there's a, although 
you know, if you're a Commedia dell'arte, you know, sort of aficionado, you'll know there's a lot of improvisation within that as well. Yep. So they keep it alive that way. But I guess that, that that is the closest thing that I could think of is that when you're having to imitate something that you are you're doing it to a very high degree, as, as high as you could possibly can. But like I say, it's not what I would want to do. It's not what I would advocate. It's not what I'm about. But it, we're talking about the long run. That's the way I would deal with it. Very good. Anyway, oh, uh, we've run over. Anyway, this happens, Rob. See, we get chatting. Yeah, we get we, chatting. We, it we happens. Forget we, what, we've, we've we forget what where we are, what time is. There's no windows in this studio, yeah. so it could be midnight for all we know. We're very undisciplined. We yeah. don't. We, we can't keep to time at all. But it's organic. See, uh, yeah. it's real. There you it's go. Like, that's that's it. There you go. And therefore, hopefully, uh, a, a little bit interesting. Anyway. To people listening. Well, they, yeah. they may find it interesting. <laughs> they might. Um, okay, um, let's draw a close on that one. Look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Bye. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.